and welcome to episode 44 of the Scatter Shot. We're back. Yes. Yeah, one week after the last time, as if yes. I've managed to edit it in time. <laughs> uh, or, or there hasn't been a catastrophic meteor strike between now and then. Uh, yeah, episode 44. Uh, my yeah. name's Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe. And uh, we're, we're here. Uh, hopefully we would have seen Guardians of the Galaxy a couple more times since yes. the last time, as uh, we thoroughly recommended to everyone there. Uh, and we're just going to crack straight in. None of this numbers nonsense this time. It's 44. It means yeah. 8. What do you mean? 8? Great. 8. <laughs> it's like Colin's phone. 1, <laughs> m- 8. Mate. <laughs> Weighs 44 grams. There you go. Um, we're going to kick off with a film. Uh, 44 inch chest. 44. Is, who's there that? There you go. It's, uh, Ray Winston. Oh, is it? Yeah, 44 inch chest. Oh, yeah, of course chest. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it. John Hurt. Uh, Rock. <laughs> um, <laughs> My dad's measurements of his chest. <laughs> I've got a 44 inch inside leg. Oh, wow. There we go. See, 44 is a big number. To I like. don't know what that is. I, I certainly haven't got that. 44 inch penis, whatever. Um, <laughs> So okay, we're gonna kick. We're gonna. We've got tons to talk about. Uh, so we're gonna cram it in like a monkey cramming a banana into a man's skull. I don't know what's going with that. Okay, scary. Yeah, that sounds unnerving. <laughs> I'll draw you a picture. You're great. Um, so we're gonna kick off with a film called Grand Piano. Yeah, which is a uh, it's a soon to be released film. Uh, we we had privilege to see this early. Um, uh, and it was made in 2013, but it hasn't been released over here. We released uh, in September, I believe, uh, in on these shores. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a thriller starring Elijah Wood and yep. John Cusack, mm-hmm. and centres around it's the story of a uh, pianist coming out of retirement. He's not nine inches tall either. No, no. <laughs> or indeed, forty-four inches tall. Yeah, well, he might yeah. be actually. I don't know. It's all that is actually. It's yeah, metric. <laughs> the metric system, man. Um, <laughs> Who comes out of time to do a a, a piece, uh, a performance for his mentor who died recently? Yeah, and um, he, he's playing a, a long forgotten piece, and it goes from there. Yeah, um, I think the, the the best way to describe this, as I described to you, which I think I think piqued your interest when we was around your house, was it's like speed, but instead of a bus, yeah, it's a piano. It's a piano. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I would I would. Caveat that I f- I th- found it more like phone booth. Mm. Yeah, sorry, I was drinking a bit. Yeah, no, uh, got, yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's a very very strong taste of phone yeah. booth in there. Yeah, yeah, as well. Um, and, and I think that sort of gives you an idea if you've seen any of those films that what what this is about. Yeah, um, I loved it. I know you did. I thought it was great, and yeah. I can see by tell by your face you weren't quite so keen. Oh, well, me and my missus think you've lost it, Al. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> There's some stove here, so yeah. We honestly we had this discussion today over dinner, and because uh, I, I said to my missus, "Sit down. I've got a great film that Alan has not only told me about. He's gone out of his way to copy for me yeah. uh, and bring round." Um, yeah, you've lost it, mate. <laughs> Sally blamed it on your kids. Right. She said he's he's had two kids too too many. <laughs> he's lost the plot. Right. I'd agree with her there. <laughs> um I wasn't quite as harsh as her. Yeah. Um it has its moments. There yep. are some very Hitchcockian yes. flavours in there, which mm. I quite like some of the uh the, the, almost the the, the the way it's filmed was very Hitchcockian. Yes. I liked that especially. I, li- yeah. I liked the framing of things and yeah. the, the the pace of it especially. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like Elijah Wood a lot. Mm. I really do. I like I like his choice of films. Um, I seen Maniac recently. Yeah, it's a good film. Which is which I got is on Netflix by the way. Maniac. It's very very underrated, mm. nasty little horror. There. If you like your horror, 
go and find Maniac because it's very unlike a big star like Elijah Wood to do something yeah. that dark. I think he just does stuff that he likes. Yeah, he's, yeah. Ma- he's made his money, hasn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. made his money. He's made his money in all of the rings. Yeah. He can do what he wants. And also, as well, he's not that leading man look about. He hasn't got that leading man. No, it's, it's, he looks a bit weird and he looks very uncomfortable with his own skin. He's not. He's not. He hasn't even got that sort of everyman look to him. No, that you might get. He's a, got a, 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 like an otherworldly look almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's the it's the eyes. It's the and eyes the, and the childlike face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think it, it gets to a point with these sorts of actors. I think you, you you could say roughly the same sort of thing about Leonardo DiCaprio, but he's arguably a bit too good looking. Yeah. Yeah, um, where they they cross that barrier from like child looks yeah. to adulthood, yeah, but with still that little bit of like youth to them, yeah, yeah, they got that sort of ethereal youthness yeah. of them. Um, uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio sort of moved out of that now. Yeah, he's, it, he's definitely a and he, he, just, man. he just looks like Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas Elijah Wood has still got yeah, that, still got that, that, yeah, that, yeah. that little boyish thing yeah. to him. It's a weirdness to him, without a doubt. Yeah, where in this, I mean, there, there was one thing that I thought was a little bit off, where his wife in this is supposed to be, and there's no spoiler, is it? a massive superstar. Like a super, yeah, like, star. like a Julia Roberts yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like America's sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, uh, and to think that... Why would she be married to him? Yeah, and also she doesn't look that good looking. Also. No, she's she's not that. She wasn't good looking enough to have that role. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, do you know what? That was my problem with it was was the supporting cast around mm. him from the very moment he gets on the plane at the start. That dreadful fat British actor who sits next to him on the plane. Yeah, uh, that was pretty. Uh, bad. I mean, that's that's dreadful. Really bad acting from him, and it just carried on like that. I found the conductor to be. A really annoying. I liked him. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like uh, the ca- I like the actor though. I don't know who is that actor. Don McManus. Brilliant. He's uh, <laughs> seamless. <laughs> he's uh, look him up, people. Yeah, I'll look, look him up. up. He's, uh, I'll, I'll he, look him up right now. He's got he's got one of those faces. You go, oh, it's him. He's been in loads. He's got of things. one of those faces. You really want to slap? <laughs> he has been in 136 films as an actor. Yeah. Um, a lot of that's TV. Yeah. you'll find. I think he was in Lost as well, and he's been he's been in everything. You'll yeah, recognise yeah. him. Um, but he's a, he, you know, he's just he's just like, oh, it's him. And also Alex Winters is in it, which I've just realised I can't believe that's him. <laughs> I cannot believe that's him. I, I, I mean, he has got a creepy look about him. Yeah, yeah, and he's wicked in it as well. He's he, pretty yeah, good. He's, he's pretty badass. I wanted really. more of him in it. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, you, you know, you got John Cusack in it. Most yeah. mostly his voice. Yeah, um, playing the Keith Sutherland role in phone both. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, and you know it's it's a it's a short little film. I, I was pleased with that. I'll be honest. <laughs> I bet you were. That sounds good. It's uh, uh, what what the, right? This is what I wanted to ask yeah. you about. What what did you like about it? I liked I liked the pace of it. Mm-hmm. I liked the fact that it it was very focused. Yeah. It wasn't. I, I didn't expect like it to go out of the out of the auditorium and to like right. go on a subway or you know to, to fucking do something else or to be, end up at the roof of a building with yeah. like a, a showdown I, I, I felt like it was it was quite claustrophobic and I, I knew not because I knew what the film was about and how it happened but yeah. I, I knew by the feel of it that it was all going to happen where it was happening and I love things like that it's got that die hard aspect to it where you know it's it's all in the like the tower block, or yeah. it's, it's all on yeah. the all on the battleship, or it's all there or there, and I love those sort of things. It gives it gives the film a sense of geography. Yeah, and when the it, it's so tightly focused just around that piano in front of an entire like in the auditorium, yeah. they don't know what's going on. They don't know what's going on, and it's ratcheting ratcheting up the 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 the, the tension there. Yeah, now see, I've got, that's where I, I I there was no tension there for me at all. 
I think maybe tension's the wrong word. It's like panic. I, f- I felt the panic on Did you? Elijah Wood's sort of face and the things like yeah. that. I, I, you know, I, I can see where you're coming from a lot of your points. Um, I, I absolutely can. Uh, I, I just, you know, I, I just enjoyed it. Maybe I was just right in the right mood. Yeah, for it. yeah. I, I will agree with you on a number of points. In that, there are some really bad actors in yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Like there are some really good actors, and there are some really the bad. Boyfriend actors. was bad. Boyfriend. Oh fuck's sake! How bad was he? And, the, and her, she was bad as well. The, 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 the boyfriend's friend. Was that, was that the sister or the friend? Yeah. There, there's two. There's two. Oh, um, me. There's two characters in this. Nobody uh, tells me to shush. Yeah. Oh, the, there's like God. A, the, the wife's friend and her boyfriend, who are yeah. like completely incidental characters. Very, very bad actors. Yeah. Those two. And the fat guy on the plane, very bad actor. Yeah. Um, it, it seems as though they, you know, obviously, oh, we'll get Elijah Wood and we'll get. John yeah, we'll Cusack. get John Cusack and the rest we'll yeah. fill out really cheaply. Yeah. We've spent that money on the two main stars. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I like the script. I thought the script was really punchy. Yeah. Um, I like the setting. Yeah, I, the chat between them two while he's playing the piano was, was, was pretty decent. Yeah. It, it was quite good. Yeah. I, I, I mean,. I would have liked someone other than John Cusack. I mean, I'm a massive John Cusack fan. I think he's fantastic. Very familiar voice, though, that is, isn't it? Yeah, and it's overtly friendly. Yeah. So for, for someone threatening you, it just feels a little bit misplaced, which is why when you see something like Gross Point Blank or the uh, the other the other one, uh, War Inc., is that the War, the, Inc. War Incorporated, which is like the unofficial sequel to... Oh, I haven't the, seen that. It's a great film. Is really, it? really good. You'll okay. like it. Yeah, no, I haven't um, seen that. It's, um, you know... He's when he's playing a hitman. Yeah. He was dressed the fucking dressed same. Like, that's what when I, I first I see like, him. Oh. When, when you first see him dressed like that, all I kept thinking, and he looked pretty good actually, John Kozak. He didn't look like he'd had any work. I mean, he might have had some work done, but he think? did. I don't know, but he didn't look like, and he looked in pretty good shape and that. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just thought, oh, just make Gross Point Blank too, for fuck's sake. That's all I kept thinking. Don't don't make this. Well, it kind of did with Warring. Well, okay, yeah, War Incorporated. I, I think yeah. Was um, yeah, he uh, could have been anyone. It could have been anyone. I mean, the, 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 it probably would have been better with with anyone else. The, if you I, know what I mean. I, when, after I finished it, I thought um, I think the two people who I think that would have been wicked. That would have absolutely made the film better. You know? mm. Would have been someone like Jim Cazil or, oh, yeah, or yeah. Michael Shannon as the as oh, the guy because yeah, yeah. he's got a fucking evil, evil voice. voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like he's uh, you know you know. You know Playing the piano just as you want to play it. Don't fuck yeah. up, sort of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's fantastic. So, yeah, John Cusack, as much as I love him, maybe a, a misstep there. But yeah. the film is all about Elijah Wood. He's in it every, is, he's yeah. in every frame of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. No one does panic like Elijah Wood. Yeah, it's feels. all in the eyes, isn't it? it is. Panic is yeah. all in the eyes. Yeah, yeah. And you know, for, for I mean, he panicked for nine hours for Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and then he panics for another hour and a half here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I I really liked. It. I know. You I did. really. I mean, it's yeah. it's not it's not Guardians of the Galaxy. But no, good God, no. I I, th- I thought it was a little gem when I, I called it. I know, so something that like yeah. not something that you'd you know you'd go out. You, I'm not going to buy the Criterion release <laughs> of this. Put it that way. I, I'm happy that I Do saw you know, it. Honestly, the, the the thing that kept going from my straight to video, straight yeah. to DVD. That's all I kept thinking. And 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 it's, it's a shame. It may actually do that. <laughs> I think I'll be gutted if it doesn't. Well, I won't be gutted. I'll be amazed if it doesn't. Really? That, that's straight to DVD all day long. Okay. That is. I'll be amazed that gets a cinema release. All right, okay. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll wrap that up. We'll agree to disagree. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not evangelical about it, but I really yeah. I really yeah, enjoyed I know it. I thought, did, I thought yeah. it was great fun. You cleaning up so much. Yeah. So um, it was at Elliot's moments. I, I didn't like the whole extra key on the piano. Should we say? Oh, I liked that. Did you? Yeah. yeah. That's, I that's thought what, that's what you might like. That's what that felt to me Hitchcockian. 
Yeah, and I and I liked, and I'm not gonna. That's not spoiling. Yeah. I liked the way it ended as well. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. 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 I can that, give uh, you that. And, and I like. I did like to credits. Like, so like, yeah. I was just like, yeah, man. That's yeah. It. Okay. That was a ballsy ending. So yeah, exactly. The sort of thing you can discuss afterwards. Yeah. 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 Um, and anyone who wants to, you know, please, if you see this, if you find it, whatever it comes out, I know it is getting a limited similar cinema release, <laughs> cinema release, uh, in, in September. I'd say go see it. It's not the worst waste oh, of your money. Don't, don't, don't tell people to go and spend their money on this. Mate, have you seen what else is coming out in September? No. Nothing. Oh. Go and see nothing. It's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, go, go, if you, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I, still, I, still, I still think go see it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, good, um, it's, it's a good hour and a half. You, you've seen worse films at the cinema. Not that that's damning with faint praise, but it is, it's a fun little ride for 90 minutes. It's not going to as I say, you're not going to get a tattoo of it on your uh, <laughs> on your ass on your ass. Uh, say, grand piano was no. here, yeah. but it's uh, you know it's it's fun. Uh, Colin, what would you give it? I'll give it because of that ending. I'll give it a six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm only going to go on higher. I'm yeah, going to go seven. seven. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. that's as, uh, as as good as it's going to get. Yeah. What, yeah. what are you? Uh, what would your two hundred review be? Small piano. Okay. Yeah. Um, There's nothing grand about that film, was there? The piano's pretty grand. It's got yeah. eight octaves on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, my two review. I'm going to say minor key. Oh, that's that's a much better yeah. two word review I'll than mine. That. You made me look a right cunt now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need me to do that, Carl. Uh, just a trip round just Tesco. A trip around Tesco's. <laughs> the old supermarket stalker. Yeah. <laughs> supermarket peep show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so it's Grand Piano. Catch it where you can, or don't. Whatever, whoever you want to listen to. Fuck it. Don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next thing we're going to talk about is uh, The Zero Theorem, the new film from Terry Gilliam uh, of Monty Python and other films. Yes. Um, now, this... Star- Favourite Gilliam film? Huh? Favourite Gilliam film? Seven, uh, Twelve Monkeys. Nice. Uh, actually, yeah, it's it's a toss-up between Twelve Monkeys and Brazil. Right, okay. Uh, it, I, but I personally think Twelve Monkeys. Yeah. I fucking love yeah, Twelve Monkeys. It's a great film, isn't it? Uh, I will be buying the Criterion release of that if yes. there's not one already available. Um, Sorry to interrupt you. That's absolutely fine. It's just a perfect, to know. perfectly just valid question. Know. What's yours? <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, Twelve Monkeys, but I'm, I'm going to say Time Bandits. I absolutely love Time Bandits. Massive fan. I haven't seen it for a very long oh, time. Oh, I love the dark ending of that. I still refer to Dwarves as Time Bandits. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, the lady in my office doesn't like it. Why is she a Time Bandit? <laughs> yeah, massively. Brilliant. Or very smallly. My, I don't know. Fa- my father-in-law, <laughs> he, he had a dwarf who used to work at his office, and mm. uh, he, he made a joke about his size one day, and the dwarf jumped onto a stall. This is going back when he was like 25 years old, right? Jumped onto a stall and grabbed him round the neck yeah. until he passed out and he woke up in hospital. 
<laughs> he got put in hospital by the wolf. <laughs> he's still re- he can't even joke about it with him. He's still really upset about really? it. I'm like, we well, don't fuck with the wolf, do you? You're not going to go and see the Hobbit with him, then are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's good. Segment. Whenever I see a really tall person in a, in a raincoat in winter, I always think it's two small people, one stand on the other's shoulders. And somebody I might go, I really hope it is. I just go and open their coat, but they don't like that. No, no, trust me, Tesco said that. Like, oh, yeah. One of these days, I find like, I fucking knew it. It happened. Yeah. High five them, or low five them, whatever. Just so they can use one oyster, cunts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Sorry, what was he talking about? Loads. I'm swearing loads already. Don't apologise. It's the internet. Oh, yeah. It's the Wild West. It's the Wild West. Yeah. So it's the wild west. <laughs> Which is why I'm drinking a sarsaparilla and riding around the horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very high, very high mortality rate in this podcast. Um, yeah, Zero Theorem. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we're talking about, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Terry Gilliam film, starring Christoph Waltz, uh, of, of, as you remember from uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh. And other other things that he's been in. He was also in. Uh, oh, it's also Django and Django, Chain. Django, yeah. Most two Oscars, yeah, two, two films, two Oscars. That's two Oscars. That. Yeah, absolutely. And this, uh, this, I'd say, arguably his first like big starring role in a Western film. Like, not I mean, like a Western, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> second Western, second Western film, yeah. Um, where he's a leader, and he's fantastic in this. A, and basically, it's the story of a um, a programmer, like a computer programmer, and all he has to his job basically revolves around like solving puzzles. So they get the, they got these like banks of programmers, and they have to solve these like cube, almost like Rubik's cube kind of puzzles. Okay. What for? Well, this is the thing. Oh. Um, they no one knows. It's basically they're trying to uh, prove this um, uh, the zero theorem, which is. Um, uh, everything equals nothing, right? So nothing must equal everything. Okay, Ooh, shaking the table with. Um, it's the zero theorem. <laughs> so basically, it's it's basically the theory that proves that life is meaningless, right? That, uh, but no one, but no that one, is such quite, a Gilliam thing. It massively is, massively is. I'm loving that. It, it, it really is. And he, um, he's basically mental in this from the very, very start. He is batshit crazy. Refers to himself in the in a duologue so he always says like we are doing this right like okay. so he's, he's saying like alright yeah. I'm, I'm going to oh, answer God. the door he's like right, we, are, my split we, we, we are really doing it but there's no like split there it right. just refers to uh, uh, and the whole basis like of it, it it's kind of crazy yeah. and the whole basis is that he's waiting for a phone call so he's doing his job and blah 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 but he's waiting for a phone call that basically is going to explain his purpose in life Right. Okay. So that's like a a sort of running theme throughout the film. Yeah. A little subplot. Yeah. Whilst he's whilst he's solving this thing, which basically proves that everything is meaningless. Um, now the company he works for is um, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it might be called the network or something like that. But um, his boss is called management, and played by Matt Damon. Matt, Matt Damon. Damon in a role that was. I, well, when I first saw his image on posters in the in the film, I thought it was Philip Seymour Hoffman. That fat? No, no, no. no oh. he, he just looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman. And he, he, he is doing a performance as Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, really? So I wonder I wonder whether... Well, no, because it, no, it must have been before, must after, before, yeah. before he died. Yeah, must have been. But I wonder whether or not that the, that They knew it was going to happen. <laughs> so Terry Gilliam as well. Um, that it was... That he was... The role was written for him in mind. God, you don't want to work with but, Gillian then, because that's Heath Ledger and now fucking Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, and uh, what's his name? The other guy that was in the Pythons. Oh God, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, the best one. Chapman. Cha- yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave Chapman. Dave Chapman. That's my, that's my cousin. Is it? Yeah. Um, I don't remember him in the Pythons. <laughs> no, he was really good. Funny. Brilliant. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's... Um, and he's really bizarre. Everyone's really bizarre in it. Um, but there's one person in this film who is who shines like a beacon through it. And there's David Fulis. Um, David Fulis, that name means a bell. He was in. Uh, he's a British actor. He's been in everything. He was in uh, the Harry Potter films. He played the. Oh, of course, David Fulis. Yeah, 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 yeah. the tall, lanky fellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Reese Evans. Yes, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I he, like him. He's in this, he's amazing he's in this. Amazing. Absolutely stone cold amazing in this. He. He puts in a performance that could be it could be like a, a, a like a, a forgotten python. Right, okay. like it, it's that really? python esque. Perfor- comedic. It's comedic. It's um, it's everything. Right. It's so it's such a rich performance that he gives. Just again, absolutely batshit crazy. Everyone's batshit crazy. You've got um, Tilda Swinton yeah. basically playing the same character. Oh, she no, does in, Yeah. Don't put me but, off. But I'm, I'm up for this so far. But she's like she's. I think she's, she's got them teeth. She has some teeth. Oh, right, okay. Uh, but she's supposed to be she's supposed to be the queen, but she's like a like a, a psychiatrist. Is this based in England? Then, yes, it's based so? in London. Oh, right, it's all based okay. in London. Oh, um, and it's like it's it's very futuristic London, but like right. not so futuristic as you got like you know you know out there futuristic. We're talking like Minority Report. It looks as though it could be maybe eighty years in the future. Right. Okay. So you there's recognisable buildings and stuff. You can tell that it's London. Yeah. Um, there's an aesthetic to it, but what's it, the best bit of sci-fi in it? What's the best bit of sci-fi in it? So uh, I've stuck your thrown you, thrown you a bone there, and I. Um, anything clever, like the dogs in Prometheus. Maybe no. not that. It's the general feel of it, and right, there's, there's okay. nothing you've never seen before. But it's okay. all it's all put together in such. A, it's like a it's like an interesting pie. You've you've tasted all the ingredients before, but they're in there, but in, not in, in that way, in different yeah. things. So you get like. Like a whole shit sandwich, <laughs> exactly like a whole shit sandwich, yeah. or, or a, a monkey brain soup, or a, a cat soup, cat, cat soup, soup curry, cat soup curry that you seem to enjoy. I fucking hate cats, don't you? Which you'll know the second. I hit my microphone. Which you'll know the second. I had a cat soup curry the other day, and John and I went, "Cat, I don't want to have anything with cat in it." I went, it's not Stop listening to our podcast, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah seventy-two years old. Get a life. Is he? Of course, go give. Yeah, live the rest of your life. <laughs> he looks good for something. He's well good for seventy-two. Yeah, isn't he? I can help. Fit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what? No one I know listens to this podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it's um, it's it is futuristic, but it's it's done in such a way that you just it, it feels like it could be the future. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Right. Yeah, um, and everybody's such a larger than life character, uh, but you, you're solely focused on um, on Christoph Waltz as a. Sam Cohen Lent, I believe his name is Cohen Leth. Cohen Leth, thank you. Um, and it's the centres around him having to fix this puzzle uh, and just getting on with his life and sort of being ingratiated into society as well. Now there is uh, another character in this, mm-hmm. which is basically uh, uh, the female lead. Now you've got IMDb up. Yes. Can you tell me her name? Melanie Thierry. Melanie Thierry. Baines- Bainsley. Bainsley. Yep. You will absolutely fall in love with her. From the I'm, mo- I'm lo- listen, I'm looking at a picture. It's done. I'm in love. From the moment you see her, she is just electrifying in this. Just you know, in that classic way that you French, French, yeah, very French, very, unbelievably French. In that classic way that you see in these uh, in sci-fi films and films where you've got a character that's supposed to be alluring, mm-hmm. to, but in a, in a weird way, like a bit aloof, a bit crazy, yeah, uh, kind of a bit like Amelie, that sort of. 
you know, just like, I'm my own thing, I do what I want to do. Right. But like, just completely serendipitous, yeah. for want of a better phrase. Um, well, looking at it here, I'm going to stick my neck out and say that I guarantee you that Tom Cruise will do a film with her in three years. Yeah. It's it to- it got a Tom Cruise bird written all over her. Yeah. That is, without yeah. a doubt. 100%. Yeah. I, I would not disagree with you. I mean, she's, she's like perfect in this. Yeah. And that's a scatter shot prediction, by the way. Yeah, that will come true. Uh, yeah, I, now that you said it, I can, I, I'm pretty much involved with that. She, she's she's next to David Fuller, she's the best thing in this oh, by a million miles. Okay. She's going to do fantastic off the back of it because every scene that, you, that she's in, because let, let's not take anything away from Christoph Waltz in this, he's fantastic as well. Yeah, like he, he you know, he holds the screen very, very well and he's batshit crazy bonkers in this he's kind of one of the impactors that I will just go to watch for him yeah there's very few of them but he yeah. would be one of them absolutely and she steals every single moment really there could be anything on the screen but as soon as she's on there your eyes are fixed on her like she's yeah. she's absolutely magnetic and I can't recommend her enough in this um, the film well I think I've gone over the synopsis mm-hmm. of it and um there's not a great deal more I can say yeah. because it's a Gilliam film, so there's you know it takes some fairly bizarre gra- turns, some fa- so yeah, some fairly sharp right angles. Yeah, uh, keeps hit- you on your toes, does it? It does. I mean, you you know you kind. I think there's a point in it where you kind of know where it's going, and right. it does reach a a very Gilliam esque ending. Yeah, uh, nowhere near as like good as the ending as like Twelve Monkeys or Brazil, for yeah. instance, or indeed Time Bandits. Um, it, it's got it's open to interpretation. In some ways, right? Um, but it's you know, it's just a lovely film. Yeah, it it really is. It's very it's, it's dark. It's got it, the 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 set design is second to none. I've seen nothing like it for yonks. That's a a, a proper metric. Yeah, uh, measurement of time. A yonk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've not seen anything like it for forever. It is absolutely superb. It's beautiful. Right. Um, I'm well up now for this. I, I just, watched the wrong one today, didn't I? You did. You did. You fucker. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you I, told me Grand Piano. He's good. I could have been watching this. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, absolutely watch yeah, it. I will, the, I will. The ne- next time we can do a bit of housekeeping and go over it. But I, I just, I, you know, I, I think it's fantastic. I do think that the ending could be a little bit better. Right. Like it, it, it's a, it's a, arguably a weak point to the film. Okay. But it is the only yeah. weak, weak point. To something that's so strong, it's you know, it's not right. really something that I would be that worried about. Um, but yeah, I can't. Yeah, recommend. It's all about the journey, and it not just the ending. It absolutely is. And yeah. for this film, you've got so many good performances in it. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm up for that. I'm well up for a good performance all yeah. day, especially after Grand Piano. I'm up for anything that resembles <laughs> acting. Uh, rest assured, there are no pianos in this film. Thank God for that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant. Although there's lots of phone calls. Um, okay. Yeah. So and, and yeah, go, I mean, just go see it. I mean, I think yeah. it's out on DVD or Blu-ray fairly soon. Recommend the Blu-ray. It is a beautiful oh, looking film. Gillian film. It's got to be seen on Blu-ray. And it's going to be packed with extras. Yeah. Oh, it, it, God. It, it, he's the extras king, you know. Yeah. It'll make a film about the films. <laughs> yeah. The extras yeah. Of the films oh, man, the man, you remember that? Oh, it's brilliant. He's still. Do you know what he's going to do that? Oh, I think really? it's next on his slate. That's the thing with that's the thing with Gillian film is that. When he gets one made, you've got to go and see it because <laughs> he has such trouble getting the film yeah, made. Yeah, yeah. 
that you have to go and say it's that. only fair that you, yeah, you put yeah. the effort to do it because I tell you what if you could put yeah, he puts in more effort than any fucking director out there to get yeah. a film made 100%. without a doubt and the problems he has oh, he's, un, he's unfounded but we, we, really. we're talking about the fatalities and the, the stuff that like, like yeah. that like, yeah, yeah. that's going to be the worst I mean that whole settler man from the man she just washed away in the tsunami <laughs> I mean how's your luck it's just he has no luck at all does he <laughs> how's your luck <laughs> Terry it's hell how's your luck son I'll see you in a Tom Cruise film in three years Um, yeah for me um, I'm going to give it a a scattershot score on the scattershot scale scattershot numbers wow Um, I would give it a scatter seven (laughs) no I'll give it a a really strong eight oh really yeah it's knocking on the door a nine bloody hell really really I'm going to watch it a a bunch more times um, just because it's so richly packed yeah I mean when it finished I was like that's wicked and then I had a little period where I thought, was that as good as I actually thought it was? Did it stay with you after? Uh, yeah, and oh. the, the longer it's gone on, I was just thinking, oh, do you know what, I actually really like that film. Brilliant. I, oh, I, love I, I film genuinely like, like that. Um, oh, two, I'm well up for this. A two-word review. Mm-hmm. Mad Hatter. Okay. Don't know what, it's just got mad in it. But yeah. it's, it's, it is as bonkers as you like. It's, it's, Lovely. It's arguably his most bonkers film. A few beers? Uh, no, definitely, no, definitely no beers. not. No, you did. Uh, oh, okay. Suitably refreshed, perhaps. Oh, really? Yeah, really. Excellent. Especially if you can catch a Blu-ray of it, and it's just beautiful, and you've got Pops no no out, interruption. Oh, just yeah. I've got that fifty-five inch telly indoors now. Haven't I? So glad you said telly. <laughs> <laughs> you saw my telly, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Oh. Three D, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, the three D is incredible, mate. Yeah. Have yeah. you got any three D Blu-rays? Uh, no, no, no. Have you? I've got loads. Oh. Lovely, yeah. I've got Brilliant. the Avengers in 3D. Oh, <gasps> I love you. We're in my 3D Blu-ray collection. I only got a fucking 3D Blu-ray. Have TV. you got Avatar in 3D? Yeah. Oh, you're the man. All right. You go. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll come do another podcast next week then. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Well, this, well yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's, yeah, let's yeah. try and fit this, a midline. Let's <laughs> pretend that we do this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, that's um, the Zero Theorem. Absolutely catch it uh, wherever you can. I love it. Okay, next thing we're going to talk about is uh, the new book by Brian Lee O'Malley from the creator of um, Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. which is called Seconds, which is his uh, sort of highly anticipated sort of I'd say difficult second album but it's um, it's, it's third <laughs> third because oh, he had his first book was Lost at Sea which I haven't read which um, my friend at work says is absolutely superb so it's next on my list mm-hmm. uh, then obviously we've got Scott Pilgrim we spoke about that enough and now it's Seconds uh, which is a um, a book about a, a girl who runs a restaurant called Seconds a girl called Katie and um she finds that there's some uh, like magic mushrooms that grow in this restaurant that when she eats them and writes down her problem and, right. go, and goes to sleep when she wakes up it's the problem is gone so basically it's like ground, it's a bit Groundhog Day she Groundhog mm-hmm. Days herself and she remembers what happens and no one else does um, and it, it's all about her just trying to fix her the mistakes in her life and it starts off with something very small Mm-hmm. It's uh, no spoilers here, but it's uh, basically a, a girl gets burnt in the restaurant. Right. Um, so she tries to fix that 
and she she realizes that she she has this this thing that she can do. Yeah. So she tries to fix that, and then re- and that happens, and the gold doesn't get burned again. But something else changes because right. of that. So yeah, yeah. Kind of like the butterfly, butterfly effect. effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, you guys mm. carry on. Um, so uh, and then she goes, oh, okay. Well, I can do this, this, and this, and, that, and, and changes different things to try and mould her life as to however she wants it. But of course, it then changes. Is other she things. good or evil? She's annoying <laughs> in, okay. in the typical Brian Lee O'Malley way. I mean, right. she 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 is good. She's got good intentions, but uh, I mean, she's a chef, so she she's quite highly strung and you know, yeah. got chef traits for <laughs> want of a better way of putting it. Things have got to be her way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She is a bit like that, and a bit like stomp your feet and cry and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but she's very driven to fix these issues. She's try- and at the start of the book, they're trying to to um, start a new restaurant up. Um, and it's fallen into like money troubles and stuff like that. So she tries to fix that as well, but nothing is really working. Every time she fixes one thing, she breaks another. Right, and I, I, and that's kind of it. That's kind of the book. And, and it gets, oh, that's a it, good premise, though, isn't it? It is. It, I mean, it, and it reaches an idea, and you know, it's just like, oh, what we've done. And there's a very, very ham-fisted moral to the to the book. Now, the book's three hundred and twenty-four. Pages long. It's like oh, it's not. It's just a book. Yeah, it's it's a one shot. It's not like a um, not like a volume one, for instance. It's a it's a, it's a what, graphic. with pictures. Yeah, it's graphic novel. A graphic novel. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but Is it black and white? No, it's in color. I'm loving it. I'm I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> okay. There's some things I'm going to say about this. First of all, the art style. I wasn't for me. I, I mean, okay. I, I like Brian O'Malley's art style anyway, but there was just something about this way the panels are laid out, um, the, the colouring, the lettering. It did, was it just, coherent? It was coherent, but it just felt a little bit brief, a little bit abbreviated. Okay. Um, like if you'd if it was written as a book, yeah, like an actual book, 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 book type book, yeah, um, with just words and no pictures. Yeah, exactly. That One picture on the front, book. no picture on the back. That's it. Um, it I love it, them kind of books. <laughs> they're, they're the best kind. <laughs> You could, you know, you, you could have fleshed it out a little bit, but he's tried to do that through um, almost like a not not a voiceover, but like a narrator mm-hmm. on top of the actual panels. Right. Whereas okay. you, you know, normally you do that in comics, you do that in a different way. You might do that through, you know, like editor's notes or something like that. And it's just. Do you think there's an eye on on f- making this into a film? I think it was already commissioned before he'd even written it. Right. Okay. Because that's what it sounds like to me. Which it, which kind of you kind of selling out a little bit on your own style doing that that way, aren't you? I'm not even sure you have a choice in it. It's um, okay. Like, it, you know, it might it might be that he'd spent a lot, a lot of, enough time around the the industry yeah. that he'd written it almost as a screenplay rather than a yeah, comic book. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it doesn't entirely fail in it, but right. it, it, it's a little bit jarring. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's. It, the sort of comics that I'm used to reading are very just a very dark mm. and a very you know panel to panel read this read that you know you know the flow of it, but with this it's almost like it's trying to break the fourth wall a little bit and yeah. it, and it does at the end it breaks it massively. I uh, see it pop up. <laughs> yeah, pokes you right in the eye, gets you right in the feels. Uh, I, you know, and I was I was actually genuinely disappointed with that. I read it just before we came on air, and I, I was just like. Oh. Like I just finished. I finished it. Just I was just like, oh fuck's sake! Oh. Like, I, I, it left a little bit of a bit of taste in my mouth. Um, and Especially after your like labour of love, like uh, Scott Pilgrim. That's just, yeah, that is one of your favourite, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, it's absolutely one of my favourites. And I mean, I think that's a perfect run of books. Yeah, I, I really yeah. do. I don't think there's anything wrong with that 
in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. You might argue because it's not entirely in colour. I can't but, argue because I haven't read it. But yes, right. it's not in colour. Th- there are colour ones. Right? I know. You're, I mean, yeah, you said, colour, yeah, he's coloured it now. Yeah. All you've got to do is buy them from me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that colour. <laughs> the amount of times I've bought that fucking series of Scott Pilgrim. I've got the entire run signed. I bought it again so you could sign it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in, oh, it's in cellophane in my... Uh... So what about a second? you get him to sign that? No. <laughs> no, okay. I won't, won't be getting... Although, do you know what? I, je- I actually was going to. Because uh, he's at Gosh Comics on the 7th and 8th of August, mm-hmm. uh, which is in Soho in uh, the West End of London. Okay. So if anyone wants to go there and get his book signed, it's absolutely, and he's a fucking top guy, yeah. really nice bloke. So, you know, if you want to meet Brian O'Malley, fill your fucking boots, go yeah. there. And, uh, is he American? Yeah, he's yeah. Ca- a Canadian. Oh, Canadian. Can- Canadian, eh? Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, nice. Hey, bud. Gotta love a Canadian. Yeah, they're always friendly. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's... It's, it's underwhelming this book I wouldn't say it's bad yeah I, w- I would not say it's bad in any way shape or form but um, it, it's very very underwhelming right um, uh, and it might be that there's a, a high sense of anticipation because of the quality of his output before especially you know I haven't read Lost at Sea yet but I, I cannot wait to, to, yeah. to dive into that I've got it waiting on my, my shame pile um, so yeah a little bit little bit underwhelmed yeah. not overly Nothing worse than being underwhelmed. Is no, there? not at all. I mean, I would be, I would be, I'd be happier if it was bad. Yeah, because yeah, I'd, I I'd, I'd, I'd at least yeah. try and find some some of the good points in. Yeah. But everything's just adequate, and the story, yeah, it's okay. The art, yeah, it's okay. Um, oh. Like, is it funny? No. Like, it's genuinely not funny. Is it moving? No. Oh. It, it is thought provoking. Oh, it, okay. it, it does have elements of that, but nothing, nothing. F- you know, above just like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like is that, it, you're not gonna you're not gonna put like put the book down and stroke your chin and go I wonder what I'd do in that situation like there's not there's absolutely you're never yeah. gonna do that what do I would do if I had a load of mushrooms and uh, had a little dream like because yeah. I know what'd happen if I yeah, uh, yeah I'd run out my front door in my you'd pants and, and, yeah. lock, and knock my hand get in run my, over by a bus <laughs> and smash my hand in my front door like yeah. I did the last time I took a load of mushrooms um, <laughs> so it's not a, it's not really a it's not a thinker, so yeah. so when I and the score I'm going to give it because I think you know I'm going to give it like a, I'm going to give it a six, right? But I think if you, I, I think if you want to keep a if you if you keep abreast of comics and <laughs> you said uh, <laughs> what the the place in France or the boob? Oh, no, I meant the boob. <laughs> I said boob. No, uh, you keep on top of these things. Got, um, got to make it clean for the kids out. <laughs> Those little cunts. Um, you, if you if you try and keep on top of these things, then absolutely check it out. I mean, if you got, if you if you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it anyway, regardless of what I say. Um, it's one for the collection. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't give it to anyone else. Oh, blimey! Like, and I give you know, you give stuff out for you know to yeah, anyone. But but then I generally I generally only buy good shit. That's true. <laughs> it's true. Is the mushroom story can attest to? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's not. It's not something that I'd like. Highly, like you know, recommend what, to anyone. Yeah. I mean, I, would I, you recommend it then? Yes, but only with the caveat that if don't, if don't read it, <laughs> just buy it and give it to someone else. Uh, get yeah, get Brian to sign it and then sell it on eBay. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, I, I'd recommend it just in as much as like if you're gonna if you're interested in the comics and stuff like that, then you're gonna read. Is it, it for anyway. women? Do you reckon? Uh, Do you think women might like it? It's a comic for women. It, it's not a bad question, actually. Um, I, I think it, it's quite feminist in some of its views. Because I mean, Scott Pilgrim 
Is that that was fairly feminist in a way? It was. It absolutely was. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's who he's writing for. Yeah, and and you're missing it. I'm not saying it in a rude way, but maybe it's not for no, you. No, no, no. It's a, it's, a, it's a good point. I don't I don't think that is the case. I mean, right, it, it okay. does it does have a feminine bent to it. Yeah. I said bent. You did say bent. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I don't know. I, I think that's just for any, everyone else's interpretation. If anyone does pick yeah, this yeah. up, I, I seriously doubt anyone. If our listeners after I'm talking about it this way, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll pick it up. If it yeah. if it does cross your path, please do let me know what you think of it. Um, oh, it's really all, all about what listeners uh, uh, think. I got, I got a thank you the other day for saying we, I recommended on here. Uh, do you remember my review of Odd Thomas? Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is now on Netflix. Yes, um, I get to see it. And and Andre at the party can't see it. I, I listened to your podcast. I, re- I heard your review of Odd Thomas. So I watched the film and I loved it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it works. Excellent. Podcast works. <laughs> it's not broken. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, yet. No, no, no. yeah, not yet. <laughs> It might be after this episode. <laughs> so I've spent like twenty minutes talking about a book I don't even like. Um, so yeah, I, I, I give it a six. Um, two word review would be um, second chance. Okay. And that was this. This is kind of Brian's. Brian Leo made it second, yeah. second chance. Uh, I think he's got something really special in him, uh, more so than Scott Pilgrim. I hope so because that's really fucking good. And I. Uh, I think as a sort of sophomore effort for him on that front, mm. as Scott Pilgrim was. Yeah, this is kind of it, it's a backward a, step. It is a backward step. I think he he do better with a longer form. They're not just doing a, a, a graphic novel and being done with it. So this is going to be turned into something, is it? I presume it's going to be turned into a film. It's been optioned. Right. So um, if it does, it does. If it does, it does. So basically, Brian, just do what you want to do. Don't get forced into doing stuff. Yeah, I for, mean it, for for money. Yeah, I mean Groundhog. It's it's basically Groundhog Day without Bill Murray. Yeah, without Bill Murray. Just yeah. Andy McDowell <laughs> looking all sour. Yeah. Fuck that, Andy McSour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's the episode t- title. If I've heard Andy McSour, you heard it first, folks. Okay, so that's seconds uh, available now uh, in all good comic book shops and online, obviously. Yep. Um, check it out. But if you feel like loving me. Okay, so the next thing I'm going to talk about is quite—it's an oldie but a goodie. Yes. Right? Uh, like I said, I went to Mexico uh, cut, well, about a month and a half, two months ago, whenever it was. Uh, anyway, and I had a stick with some films on it, which I took out. And luckily, the TV in our room uh, had a you know a little stick hole. USB port. If that's the word. Anyway, um, like I said, I was in Mexico and I was hyper suitably refreshed, right? <laughs> Think of that what you will. Yes, the missus was fast asleep and she left me on, on my own. Uh, so I was in the room, got a bit mental, and I've put the stick on and I found Trick or Treat. Now, this film I've seen three or four times, I think, Trick or Treat. Really? Oh, yeah. I would have expected more. Maybe more. Probably more, but yeah, uh, yeah this. I mean, I, I know it nearly off by heart, but yeah, I, I thought, bet, yeah. I, I thought, right, well, I'm in the mood to watch this because it's and it's a great little film, now, isn't it? It's what it is. I mean, because it's coming up to Halloween now. I mean, only oh, like, three, is as well, isn't it? only three months away from Halloween. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> that's a nice time to review possibly the greatest Halloween film of all time. I think it is. I think it is. Uh, I think it surpasses Halloween as as, as my favourite Halloween film. I, I don't think much you don't Halloween. like Halloween, do you? Aren't? We've had this discussion. I mean. I, I, yeah, I just I don't I don't get it. I yeah. just, like, there's not much film there. Yeah, no, fair enough. No, yeah. I, I I can see where you're coming. Yeah. Definitely. Anyway, trick or treat. Literally, it's four stories that were, I think. 
you know, based on a, on a graphic novel. It looks like it's based on a graphic novel. Yeah. It's very much done in the style of Creepshow and Creepshow 2. Yeah, it's, it's anthology horror, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's an anthology it's right, horror. Right, so it's a scattershot favourite oh, anthology God. horror. I mean, it's it's uh, executive produced by Brian Singer. Um, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what really got me. And the director is Michael Doherty, and it was written by Michael Doherty, and it stars Anna Paquin, Brian Cox, the scattershot legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Dylan Baker, another scattershot favourite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the four stories are all based around one night in Halloween in one town. Mm. Uh, and the stories are just proper evil. They're Little, naughty, aren't they? They're really, really naughty. Uh, there's one story about a teacher who poisons kids on his on his front porch over Halloween sweets. There's one about some uh, women who go around looking for men. Won't spoil it. That's, yeah. that's the Anna Paquin story. There's the Brian Cox story uh, about someone getting revenge on something he's done and then the the, the most evil story of all is about the kids the bustode of kids the retarded kids that get uh, you know killed basically because they're retarded but paid for paid by the driver to throw them off a cliff because they can't deal with their retarded kids anymore over Halloween they are four of the best horror stories you'll ever see and having them in one film is just incredible and the bus, the bus driver, and the retarded kid story. You see, there's proper little kids in this film getting hurt. <laughs> that's what that's what got me. These aren't just like twenty five year olds pretending to be, you know, eighteen year old teenagers. These are fourteen, fifteen year olds yeah. being murdered, and it's it seems pretty fresh. You know, you don't get that in films. No, it's, it's quite disturbing to see and. Uh, and the, it, what's good about this is they really do interconnect these stories. It's all in, like I said, all in one night in one street. And it's all these little uh, little fables around Halloween, like you can't blow out a jack-o'-lantern before 12 o'clock because if you do, something will visit you. And, and you see what happens if you do that, those kind of things. But the other good thing is everyone who does bad in this film gets their comeuppance as yeah, well yeah, through, yeah. through the story. So you'll have one story when someone does really bad and the person done really bad gets his comeuppance in another story that's mm. not really connected. And it's it's just so well done. It's so well thought out. It's it's like Creepshow and Creepshow 2, but much better. Mm. And the annoying thing is, no one's fucking seen or heard of this no, film. I know. That's what's so annoying. And that's yeah. why I'm trying to tell you now. Yeah. This is not only... I, I'm kind of annoyed because when we done our top five horror movies of we all time, it. we didn't even fucking mention it, no. mate. And it's so near that top five that it could almost be creeping in that top five mm. for horrors, especially after seeing this hyper-suitably refreshed. Yeah. It, it still disturbs me. I'd, I'd love to watch it again. I think I've only seen it... I've seen it maybe twice. Yeah. I remember I watched it uh, and then I think I texted you. Oh, you texted me. And I said, like, Con, you've, you've got to, go. got to yeah. see this. Yeah, yeah. And I did that day, that yeah. night. And then we, um, and then I think we both watched it at the same time, yeah. not, but not yeah, together we, yeah, on yeah. Halloween. That's it. Yeah, I think yeah. You, I think you might be around. Mate, I watched this every else. Halloween since. Yeah, and I, and I haven't seen it since then. Oh, really? I, was in my, I think I was in my flat. So, that, oh God, it must be, must be. We're talking like eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. It was two thousand seven. This came out. So, yeah, yes, yes. Seven years. Yeah. Seven years. Yeah. So, it's. Uh, I, I absolutely love it. I cannot wait to see it. In fact, I. I I don't own a copy of it, so I am going to yeah. buy it. But um, listen, honestly, this is a film. If you like horror, go and get it because it really is up there. No one's heard of it. You can buy it on the. You can buy it on the Amazon. It's not on Netflix. No, I, I don't know where. It's never been on telly. It's no. never been on Sky. It's just an absolute fucking. Cr- 
crime that yeah, this film is, is. is not more well, well you know well known yeah it's, it's called trick or treat not trick or treat yeah trick or yeah. treat yeah uh, and it really is a treat yeah 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah I, I'm de- now that you've spoken about it I'm, I'm definitely going to get it yeah. again um, do you know if there's a blu- uh, Blu-ray available yeah there is a Blu-ray available it's uh, to buy it brand new it's £8.84 oh fucking hell I'll buy two uh, plus, plus £1.26 so it's basically a tenner for the Blu-ray version yeah. of that or you can buy it second hand for £6.09 if you don't want a Blu-ray version £1.33 oh, hand. fucking hell um, just just watch it yeah. honestly if you I- like your horror it's just it's, it's funny it's really dark it's yeah. only a 15 it's it's, it's, there's some scary bits in it mm. it's funny is it really bits. only a 15 it's only 15 wow and it's proper dark isn't it <laughs> really really dark so the that's max. amazing yeah yeah yeah. And, and I should point out it's not something you need to watch it, you, it's not one of those films you can only watch at Halloween oh good god like, no. watch, watch it anytime watch it anytime and then you, yeah. like, watch it now and then like, get some friends over yeah, it at, on a, Halloween you know what? it's a perfect it film to watch with your friends yeah, yeah, they yeah. will love it there's something in that for everyone and it's one of those things that people will like they'll thank you for introducing mm. you to uh, introducing them yeah. to this film they'll go oh that's brilliant I'm going to tell everyone about this because yeah. it's a proper word of mouth thing yeah yeah uh, and it's a crime that no one knows about it, it. we're the only people who've seen it <laughs> absolutely it was massive in America good Indeed, I think it did really well over there but it just never got we re- never got any release over here at no. all they didn't want to pay for the advertising or anything back no. in 2007 and it's an absolute crime yeah uh, so okay trick or treat what would yeah. you give it nine okay yeah I, I'd, I'd go nine as well yeah two would you more treats okay I'll go um, pumpkin time <laughs> nice I like yeah. it done me a gun in <laughs> done you up like a kid <laughs> uh, so that's trick or treat available now uh, on Amazon and online to buy uh, yeah. thoroughly recommend that you do please do 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 if it does come on Netflix or anything, anything like Sky I will put it on a sketch uh, account yes uh, on Facebook and uh, let you know Oh, and one other thing I just forgot. There was actually a, a 1986 version of a film, not a version, a film called Trick or Treat, uh, which is like a like a kiss heavy metal horror film. Yeah, do not sounds get, wicked. Yeah, do not get this confused. <laughs> if you look for this film to buy, it's got a, like a it's got a little sack boy on the front. It's got like a little round sack head. Mm. Uh, that's the film you want. The 2007 version. 2007. Yeah. Absolutely. So 2007, Trick or Treat, available now to buy it. Absolutely buy it. Please do go. Thank you. Okay, to round out the show, we're going to do a, a little scatter shot tennis, and we're going to change it ever so slightly now. We're going to do a best two out of three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. And uh, yeah, because th- uh, they can get it, pretty it did, long. It did get that long. Well, can... I've had a few to drink. I'm quite drunk, so yeah, me too. I don't think it's going to go very long. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, get a bit of music going. There we go. Uh, do you want to serve? Yeah, okay, I'll serve. Um, Mark Wahlberg, Three Kings. George Clooney, the American. You've done this before. You've done me again. I've done this no one else in there. Listen, we need a new rule, yeah. If you can, if you can name two people in America, we can carry on. If you can't, it's my point. Uh, Tilda Swinton. You fucking got the point. <laughs> <laughs> Is she in there? I never yeah. knew she was in there. Um, okay. Okay. My serve. Um, Idris Elba, Prometheus. Okay. Charlize Theron, Monster. Point. 
Oh, he's from Christina Ricci out of the time. Like, oh, God, completely out of my mind. I okay. can remember another person was in it. Oh, my serve, isn't it? Yeah, uh, final point. Um, Zoe Saldana. Yep. Avatar. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Aliens. Aliens. Aliens, plural. Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. Frouty. Matthew McConaughey. Yep. Sahara. Zach. No, wait. No, wait, wait, wait. What's his name? Oh, fuck it. It's not even Zach. (laughs) No, I know you're trying to to think of. It's, um, yeah. It's the. the, It's mate. Yeah, it's the Al Al Jordino in the film. Yeah, yeah. His name's not Zach. Look it up. What is his name? I think I've won this, Cole. Oh, without a doubt, you've won. I'm dead in the water there. If his name, if his name it does begin with Zach, it's not. It's then it will. Steve Zane. Steve Zane. There we go. Motherfuck. Game to Porter. Well, pl- well played, friend. Well played. There we Shake go. Your head. Well played. Well I like the two out of three. It's, it's tense. Yeah, it's well tense. Yeah, and it only lasted two minutes. No editing. Honestly, sketch your faithful. That last, the one. Well, I'm not even going to say it. It was just, it was intense. <laughs> e- editing that last one. Um. Well, I think that's a nice place to wrap up. It's yeah, yeah. Um, nudging nudging on the door of the hour. Oh, that's um, a lovely journey to work, everyone. It, it absolutely is. <laughs> I Unless, don't know what the fuck you missed on the way home from work. <laughs> Old back episodes. <laughs> Episode one, oh. which was Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> I might listen to that again. Good See God. Just how bad it is. You, know, you think that's bad? Listen to episode one of the conversation. Uh, wow. Wow. Well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really bad microphone in the middle of a really echoey room uh, with no headphones. Uh, yeah, well, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to episode 44 of Scash Shot. Yeah, um, we've we co- appreciate we, it. We've covered a lot. We've, we've covered done well. We've, we've done, done well. really yeah. well. We've done, I think we've, we've boshed out a load of stuff. Yeah. And, Old, um, new, current, everything. Everything's everything. going. Uh, but absolutely, please do uh, track down track, uh, trick or treat. Yeah. Track, trick or treat. Trick or treat. Track down trick or treat. There we go. Colin can say it. I can't. Uh, fantastic film. Please do get that. Um, yeah. but- oh, do you know what would be lovely, though? Is that, you know, when it does, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I love Halloween. Absolutely love it. And when it gets to Halloween, you always go, oh, what's on the telly? What's on the telly? Yeah. And Halloween. It's just, it's just a load of shit. It's like <laughs> Halloween, the fog. I don't know some other generic, some other generic, yeah, yeah. which I do love the fog. But you know, it's, I do love the fog. I, I love the fog. Yeah. Right? But you get me confused with you, Colin. Yeah. And, and there's all these other generic <laughs> horrors that are on all the time, like yeah. Saw, and you're like fucking ill, like. So go now onto Amazon and buy that for one pound eighty eight plus posting packaging. Yeah. And then put it away, and then when it gets to Halloween, you're sitting there and you go, "Oh, all these Halloween films are shit." You can pull out DVD, and you and your missus, all your friends. Gonna have a fucking great film to watch at Halloween. Yeah, and you will be the life and soul of the party. Oh. Yeah, everyone will go. Do you know what? I went round a insert name here, it's house. And they showed <laughs> me a film that is absolutely brilliant. It's called Trick or Treat. You should watch it. And they'll tell all their friends. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and we'll get it going. And it'll get back to you. And they'll, they'll go. Oh, you're the guy who recommended that. And do you know what? After that, boom, blowjobs. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's all about. So uh, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. That people go, thank yeah. you, thank people, thank you for telling yeah. you about that film. I don't want someone coming up to go, thank you. I've got a blowjob because of your recommendation of Trick or Treat. No, no, no. They'll give you from a my friend Dave, <laughs> and I didn't even want it, <laughs> but he wouldn't let me leave the house without giving it to me. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. Please do continue to uh, interface with us yeah. on the uh, on the interface books. 
<laughs> yeah, that uh, thing. The, the old facey bees. We're, we're yeah. going to try and be a bit more active on this. Um, we're, and just a, as a pre-warned, is pre-armed sort of thing. Uh, we're going to have a little break in December. Uh, Due to twins, due to twins, fucking <laughs> twins. <laughs> the, the panic, like the, the shining twins, is gonna be like. <laughs> I've, been sending, I've been sending those you've pictures. Got, you've got a massive house friends. there as well. I've got, I've got a little red oh, tricycle. Little red. I can ride, ride Lovely. around. Lovely. I'll get a horrible carpet down. <laughs> red ram, red <laughs> It's a good job we've got a lift. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. You might have a lift. Love I was really red. drunk when I was in your house. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, episode forty-four is done. We're done. We're at the arse end done. of it. Uh, so next Wait, week only five more we're at 50 <laughs> I know fuck me it's uh, yeah well seven more and you've got an episode to listen to every week for the year yeah <laughs> well thank you very much you stuck with us all this time yeah and if you uh, you know much like Trick or Treat please do recommend us to your friends yeah, yeah. Um, and they'll go what the fuck was that there's no blowjob for you Gary <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah that was but- a salt on my ears <laughs> But yeah, we, we you know we we love all the feedback. We love everything. We'll try and be a bit more active on the uh, on the facey bees. Yeah, yeah. And you know we, we, we're on Twitter, but we're not really on there. We, we don't yeah, really do a lot. Yeah, we, do. we must do more. Twitter I think that stuff. might be your um, my uh, bag. <laughs> that might be your bag, and I'll deal with facey bees, and you yeah. deal with the twit twits. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I, you know what we should do. I'm facey bees. I think a few more top fives every now. And again. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. we had some good ones, didn't we? Talking about um, scores, scores and stuff, and yeah. we done Tarantino's. Yeah, Tarantino scores the other yeah. day and things like that. So yeah. we'll, we'll get involved in it. Yeah, it's easier to do that than it is to kick it into a show because we got so there's so much good stuff yeah. knocking around at the moment that you know yeah, it's yeah. easier it's easier to type on the loo. Yeah, I, I, yeah, had to, yeah. I forgot my phone today when I went to the toilet and I had to read a magazine like a fucking caveman. Oh my god! Like, it was Jesus. the worst. It was the worst hour of my life. <laughs> oh my um, god! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, enough about my uh, scatological. Uh, past times. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to episode 44. My name has been Alan Porter. <laughs> Insert Scatman song right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Colin Briscoe. There we go. And uh, well, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.